Good morning, everyone. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Transit Cast Podcast with Operator 1198. I am glad to be back with you guys. My apologies if it's felt like I haven't been around in a while. That's because my wife and I have been celebrating the birth of our new addition, Colin Perrins. It's been an incredible blessing and an amazing experience to be a father again. Now that I've knocked those formalities out, I can actually tell you guys the truth. The truth is, I am getting my butt kicked. It's been a while since I've done the newborn thing, and I'm really starting to feel like an old man. I have forgotten about the 2 a.m. feedings, the multiple bottles, the crying and such. And I've actually acquired some brand new gray beard hair in the process. But I've learned how to kind of wear it as a badge of honor nowadays. I feel like I've worked hard and earned it. But I wanted to talk to you guys about something that had been on my mind. So I was was driving the bus the other day and I noticed this banner uh, on the rear of a bus that was directly in front of me. And the message had read, May is Mental Health Month. I smiled, taking in the new information, making a mental note to be a little bit more aware of the different paraphernalia and such moving forward. So after that, at that point, I had been getting to notice it everywhere on buses. Side panels, rear panels, inside of the bus, outside of the bus, billboards, even the bus types. I'm sorry, bus stops, websites, you name it, it was everywhere. It would be hard for anyone to ignore the message. And after a while, I grew to appreciate the effort, as a lot of America was using our platform and transit to promote a worthy cause and reminding each of us daily to always be considerate of those who have mental health issues. But then, a part of me grew a tad bit disappointed. Because while companies and marketing agents were promoting the better mental health and well-being of everyone on the bus, I have actually never seen anyone take into consideration the mental health of the people that actually drive the bus. USA Today published an article that suggests that taxi drivers have the ninth toughest job in America. But I have to disagree with the taxi part. At max capacity, a taxi holds four people not including the driver. A transit bus can hold upwards of 100. Don't believe me? Ride an articulator across North Avenue. I promise I'll change your mind. But that's another conversation. Not to mention, considering that taxis have the freedom of route control, things such as traffic can be avoided while transit operators are on a fixed route. Here are some quick tidbits I came across about the overall impact that driving has on your mental health. Higher heart rates and blood pressure. Admittedly, anxiety is a very big issue for a lot of professional drivers. If you want my honest truth, in my 10 years, I've probably lost more co-workers to sudden heart attacks than anyone else I know. And what do they all have in common? They drive buses like me. Because of the arrangements of swings and split schedules, most of us on most days deal with commuter traffic in the morning and in the evening. And we know just how grueling that could be. What's funny is, 
we actually used the stress associated with commuting to promote catching the transit buses in the first place. But we've never considered the actual impact that that same commuting has on those who actually drive the buses. But there's a bigger picture to be understood here. While a lot of the factors associated with our job are traffic and schedule induced, one of the biggest culprits of stress in our company is infrastructure and culture. How so? We're trained to be robots. For eight hours on a daily basis, we're cursed at, disrespected, lied to, threatened, and intimidated. And we're trained and told to suppress it all. While I understand the notion of being a professional, at a certain level, we have to consider how the human brain and emotional nervous system actually work. Asking human beings to ignore hours, days, months, even years of constant stressors is actually asking humans to go against the natural design of being, you know, well a human. I recall one of the most tragic instances of mental health consideration gone wrong was when an overseas pilot sadly flew a plane with hundreds of people on board into a mountain. To my understanding, he was going through some divorce and some uh, personal things that he just became overwhelmed with. Now, while that's no excuse for his actions, in our industry of transit and travel, we have to consider that mental health is a real thing and it shouldn't be ignored. Why? Because people's lives depend on it. I've seen some of my brothers and sisters on the bus nationwide in some very unfortunate situations with riders, most of which are always being instigated with someone holding a cell phone camera directly in your face, waiting for you to do anything, contrary to just sitting there and taking the abuse. Numerous fights, arguments, and other conflicts gone sour quickly. And our agencies and the people we work for will stand firm in the fact that that's not how we're trained if we do respond in a way. I recently came across a video on YouTube of an argument between a driver and his entire bus. Why? Because he refused to drive after he was spat on by another passenger. After going back and forth and some frustration mounted, some of his riders who had kind of been a victim to him refusing to drive even challenged him to a fight. Can I ask you a personal question? How many people in your line of work actually challenge you to a fight on a regular basis at that? How well would you have to work if you knew that there were people in your place of work that wanted to bring bodily harm to you? So after watching the video, I found my way in the comments section. And after reading some of the content, everybody was actually against the driver. Everyone saw a bad employee who was incompetent and went against the training he was given. Me personally, I saw someone who had a mental health breakdown, which unfortunately in our industry leads to termination. You get fired for not being a robot. You get fired for not doing better. You get fired for responding. You get fired for being a human being. I came across this article that I wanted to share with you guys. And it says, 
Some research even shows that more driving leads to shorter fuses. The more you drive, the less tolerance and patience you have for others in your immediate environment. It has also been found that the longer you spend driving results in lower productivity for your employer. More lost work days, more late arrivals, higher employee turnover, and decreased job satisfaction are all linked to driving. According to research summarized in the book Urban Planning and Public Health, traffic jams, construction, and long driving distances are key stressors. In specific, it's the elements of unpredictability and loss of control they present drivers. Regarding loss of control, Jeffrey Tumlin provides some insight. He notes that when we are walking, we have the ability to communicate with those around us with hundreds of subtle social cues. In a car, we only have two, blinkers and horns. And since they don't always communicate what you want, people have to bottle the accompanying stress and release it in some other way. And one of the main things this article mentioned that I got from it, that we only have two ways to communicate on the bus and the cars around us have two ways to communicate as well. And one thing about life that we've all grown to know and understand is that when communication isn't understood, it can be extremely frustrating, leading to more stress. But back to the way our company infrastructure and policies sometimes add to the fire. With extremely strict attendance policies and no such thing as a mental health day in our industry, I honestly don't really see an immediate solution on the horizon. If I had to be honest, I think I'm a little disappointed that places like Starbucks can have a mental health day awareness or mental health periods of leave for their employees. While I can drive hundreds, sometimes thousands of people a day and not even have my mental health be in consideration. Things like having only three days to grieve the loss of an immediate loved one or even having to weigh personal health and going to the doctors versus getting an occurrence, adding to the stress, honestly, they don't seem to be going anywhere anytime soon. But hey, I'm not complaining. As I do know what I signed up for, no one came to my door and dragged me out to this job. So moving forward, my only request is that when you mention, when you mention Mental Health Day, when you mention Mental Health May, please don't forget about me. Sign your friendly neighborhood bus driver whose heart is still pounding with anxiety after getting cut off at close corners about two blocks ago. From your local transit operator who's still struggling after the intense argument with their spouse. Sincerely, your bus operator who just lost his dad two days ago, but our attendance policy only gives me three days to grieve, plan, and attend the funeral, so I had to spread it out. With regards, your number 28 driver who was just threatened by a passenger because they didn't want to pay the fare. From your fatigued bus driver who didn't sleep last night because he had to be to work at 2.30 a.m. Beth wishes from your national coach driver who's been battling depression. Respectively, 
you could just put your badge number here. Because it impacts us all. <laughs>